Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on vocnation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business seven days a week, vocnation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at vocnation. Hey, wrestling fans, this is the Dragon talking at you. Ricky Steamboat, Hall of Famer, and you're listening to The Room. Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change No matter what's all this time Nothing's gonna stand in my way This flame in my heart Like a long lost friend Gives every dark straight a light at the end My apologies, guys. I was muted there. Uh, Welcome back to In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network on VOCNation.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all of your support. And uh, to call in tonight, the website is callvoc.com. Just go there. Uh, If it's not working and some people have had technical issues tonight, uh, go in and delete your cookies. Go in and delete your cookies because that's essentially a domain that the forwarding is getting changed every, every show. So just to keep that in mind, so it's callvoc.com. If you get that stupid error 404, just delete your cookies and it should come up. So uh, Brady Hicks here. We have, we have a lot to talk about tonight. I have with me, as always, uh, Matt Grimm. How you doing, Matt? Oh, my God, Brady. There's so much to unpack today. We're, we're not used to having to discuss this much actual news in one day. I know, I know. We're probably going to blow our load, but... It'll be okay. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is not. There, there's a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we also have uh, Howard, Howard Morgan joining us. What's going on, Howard? Not much, man. After weeks of trying to limp through a two-hour broadcast with very little to say, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll have that problem tonight. 
And I don't care what you say about my cookies. I can never have a, a, a too many cookies around. So don't be telling me to get rid of my cookies, all right? Well, Not they, having you know, it. They, uh, yeah. In, in this case, cookies oh. equal bad. So <laughs> Don't toss them. Yeah, as long as you don't toss your cookies, you're fine. If you stick with salad, you can toss that. You can toss your salad, sure. Yeah. Well, I, I can't toss, man. I'm, I'm not that flexible. Uh, Kathy fits everybody. What's going you, on, Kathy? You just get more sick every time I come on. At a it is time. a sickness. It is a sickness. It is a sickness. Uh, we got a couple of callers in the line. We're going to get to you guys um, in short order. Dave, you're up first. Uh, but Tora, I didn't forget about you. And I saw uh, that Rat Boy tried to connect, but he didn't turn on. He didn't approve his microphone or his video. So we had to boot him from it. So hopefully Rat Boy will call back in. I know everybody. Oh, how are we going to get? How are we going to get through the show without Rat Boy? Uh, we'll find a way. We'll persevere. <laughs> I, I suspect he'll be on shortly. So I wake up this morning and and I have this like this app that just gives me like wrestling headlines that I missed overnight, Matt. So mm-hmm. my phone was going nuts this morning. Raw is going to be on Netflix. The Rock is now a, a board member for WWE. The Rock gets his name back. Um, Kevin Patrick is no longer on SmackDown. <laughs> Which of these is not like the others? I uh, th- there's a lot to there. There is a lot to unpack tonight. I, I think the biggest, the most obvious one is uh, Netflix. Which you know, the rich keep getting richer. Uh, that is a huge deal. They're getting paid. I understand twice as much as they were getting paid by the USA Network, and they're not missing out on the network because that's where SmackDown's going. That's a huge deal. You'd almost think WWE is like a university at this point with the amount of money that they're just pulling in. And I know. So I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm just like, this is, uh, this is crazy. You know, they're now across... The three major streaming platforms, well, three of the major streaming platforms, I could say, uh, you know, between their stuff with Peacock, obviously, USA Network, um, um, Peacock, Netflix, and um, Hulu has uh, WWE content on there, too. Specifically, that new reality show with uh, Bianca Belair and her husband. I can't think of his name at the moment. That's why I'm pausing. Um it's huge, you know. The only question I have, Matt, is how is Netflix going to feel when WWE spends all their time plugging Peacock and USA Network and CW every week? I mean, I imagine they probably are going to feel the same way that Fox feels when they plug other stuff happening on the network. And, yeah, it's – I mean, look, I, if these if these companies aren't going to pony up the money to get – the whole package then this is just part of it i guess i don't know i don't know what else to say well it'll be interesting for sure Uh, i'm also thinking and this is something that we've talked about for quite a while now i'm thinking this is the beginning of all those unnecessary commercial breaks and need for replays and things like that because they're not going to be forced to to make a three-hour show that's true they won't need a three-hour show anymore. Yeah, they might do it anyway, but... Yeah, but then I, how much longer does a three-hour show become 
mundane wise without the commercial breaks. Like I feel like you don't have enough content to fill three hours now. Now you're adding, you know, the extra what forty five minutes of commercials. You know, well, that's into what, it. Yeah. That's I, why I, I'm thinking I, the way it formats okay. now. The way it formats now is they have almost two hours of content with an hour of commercials. Right. And of, uh, ironically, of that amount, there's probably about 25 minutes of wrestling of the two hours. Uh, but that aside, you know, if you cut out that hour of commercial, because Netflix doesn't traditionally offer commercials, do they? I know they there's talk that they might do that. No, they do. Oh, not. do they? Yeah. There's talk that they might, but there, they haven't. Yeah. There is a plan with the lowest tier plan has ads, which almost makes me think that a live raw still might have ads because if you're Netflix, and if you have the cheap, you know, the cheapest tier plan with ads, how are you going to watch Raw and you're going to be forced to sit through ads while nobody else is? I'm right. willing to bet that even the people who have the, you know, the, the higher tier ad free plan are still going to see commercials during Raw. I don't know how they're going to make that work yet, but I like or maybe they'll do it something like the way they that like Peacock does it for the pay-per-views or, or the PLEs, whatever you want to call them now, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. if you have, if you have the cheap plan, you're looking at commercials. If you have the more expensive ad free plan, you're just looking at a video package instead. I'm wondering if it's going to be something like that. I hope not. I just assume there wouldn't be commercials. I don't know. You know, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see kind of what it becomes. Um, let's go to the phones. I, I've got this guy, Dave. I'm really curious to bring him on right now. He said he's got questions for us. I, I don't know if we've got answers. What's going on, Dave? How you doing tonight? Hey, Brady. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? This has been an absolute crazy day. i got to be honest with you. Um, so here's <laughs> how I look at it. If I could just weigh in on a few things, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. Uh, first thing right off the bat, um, I get the reasoning financially. It makes a heck of a lot of sense for WWE. They went after the best deal possible. That I understand. From a traditional fan standpoint, I'm not going to lie. I'm not exactly ecstatic about it with the mm-hmm. fact that um, I'm so used to appointment TV and being able to watch it when I can you, you know, watch it from my TV. I understand the Roku and all that, but I just prefer the cable in general. Plus, if anything, I like the feature of being able to have the on-demand. Now, the second aspect I looked at of it also is that I'm not really a Netflix guy. I don't really need it. I look at almost like another, like, um, you know, money drain for no reason. I mm-hmm. do Peacock because Peacock makes sense. Can you see first, can you see Netflix trying to be more competitive? Like, can you see them possibly working with cable companies, adding an on-demand channel or, um, you, know, you know, for uh, Netflix, you know, after this deal commences? Because it's very similar to me. It almost reeks of the NFL and Amazon Prime because everybody has Amazon Prime. And I heard a lot of people complaining about not being able to watch the football games and stuff like that when they put them on Amazon Prime. I'm always wondering how that's going to affect the average fan who doesn't do the streaming or be, you know, the older fan who doesn't really do it and wants to be able to watch a Monday Night Raw, for example. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a loaded question. I, I don't know what you guys think, but I, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it like I think they're assuming, and they've kind of assumed basically for the last 10 years, since launching the WWE Network, I, I think they're assuming that most fans are going to 
embrace streaming if that's the only way that they can see certain things. Um, if that's the case, I couldn't tell you. Um, I didn't hear that people were having trouble streaming, for example, the NFL on Prime. I know they were complaining yeah, I, about the quality. I haven't heard anything about like not being able to see it. You were I, 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 did read, I did read a report that um, they lost 10 million viewers at least switching it to Amazon Prime, but I, I haven't heard wow. anything about you know the people that had Prime being able to watch it. Yeah. But, I mean, make no mistake about it. They're worried about the money they're bringing in, not the, not the viewers. Oh, no question about it. But, you know, yeah. you bring up an excellent point, and it was also what I was going to allude to as well for my second thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what do you think is going to happen with, with, the, um, with the future of Peacock? Because I personally like Peacock. And what I use, what I use with that, I even been able to get it around the holidays, and I got a very good deal to be able to watch WWE pay-per-views for the entire year. Okay? Um, mm -hmm. I like it because it gives you options. It gives you the benefit of pay-per-views. Can you see Netflix also being, you know, the ones to start broadcasting WWE pay-per-views? Can you see this expanding? Or do you see the Peacock relationship, you know, continuing? What do you think is going to be the future of Peacock as pertains to WWE? Well, okay, so, so Peacock is owned by NBC, which I guess also owns USA Network. So their last deal for Raw, I believe, included – some of these tenants that tenants that became the pay-per-views and the other specials on Peacock. So, you know, there's the cable package part of it and the streaming part of it. So I don't think the contract with Peacock is going away anytime soon, especially since they kind of re-upped with SmackDown instead of Raw. Um, as far as Netflix, I, I wasn't aware that Netflix was able to stream live, live events. I, I didn't realize that that was a capability that they – we're even looking to be able to do. I mean, maybe I'm mistaken. I, I to me, it's all new. Uh, yeah, so I, I, really I, I, it's definitely new. It's very fresh. I almost wonder, and I don't know if you could, you know, weigh on this as well. Do you know how long WWE's deal is with Peacock at the moment? Like how long the contract is for? Uh, offhand, no, no, I don't. But I assume that it got renewed as part of the the deal with SmackDown, WWE Peacock. I'm just looking it up. Howard, what do you think about that? Anything? 2026. No, I, I, 2026. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't think Netflix could essentially live broadcast things. Um, I wouldn't, um, you know, rule out the, the possibility of Netflix um, doing a pot, you know, not a pot, yes, doing a premium live event. Um there, I might even go out on a limb and say they might have their own pay-per-view, you know, like a Netflix, mm -hmm. you know, Netflix only exclusive kind of deal. I don't think it'll be a major one. I, I think it'll be kind of like remember the old in-your-house pay-per-views, those smaller ones. Um, but I think it'll be exclusive to Netflix and exclusive only you know only Raw? available on Netflix. I'm sorry, exclusive to Raw. Well, it's exclusive to. So, yeah, I, I imagine it would have to be raw because that's who they have it, you know. So it would be a raw only pay per view. Dave, Dave, how far back do you go with wrestling? Are you a long time fan? Oh yeah, diehard. I, I I've been literally watching, you know, from from the from the uh, you know from the late eighties. Okay, cool. Yeah, me too. Um, so that's not that far back. Late eighties. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> young Howard, we're not old like. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> God. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I mean, in all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, it, it's really a very interesting situation because you know, I guess I'm more old school, but from my standpoint, it's like, okay, I'm gonna pay for Peacock. Now I gotta pay for Netflix just to watch Monday Night Raw, and it's like, eh. I, I mean, it's, you know, it's not something I'm exactly doing, you know, twirls over, but, 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 but I think this is like, you know, where it's headed. But I wonder also, can you see Netflix offering a more competitive pricing or a more reasonable pricing, especially with with Raw coming along, similar to what Peacock uh, does? Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I, I they've they've been floating around with different tiers for a while now. Um, in particular, I like I was reading how they're getting rid of the sharing, you know. So now they're going to have like a new sharing tier where your password can go across multiple homes, basically. Whereas like before, people would just share their passwords and just stream the stuff, you know. Exactly. Um, I think Matt talked about the uh, advertising, which would just be basically like unlike Hulu, which would insert them an annoying amount of times. Like I think Netflix just inserts the commercial before you watch the show, I believe, or maybe at the end as well. Um, but it's not like a constant thing where they're hitting you with ads. Um, if it becomes a constant thing with their hit, where they're hitting you with ads, I could see a new tier with that, where you're paying essentially to not have those commercials. Although in Peacock's case, I find it just as annoying because like Matt said, they're just using those to hit you over the head with replays and, and uh, reenactments of what happened, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's annoying. I, 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 um, I definitely agree with you with that. I just want to ask yeah. you one other thing. SmackDown, sure. what have you heard? I've heard rumors supposedly, and it might just people people just throwing out stuff, that supposedly SmackDown is going to wind up on Tuesday nights in USA. Did you hear anything about that? Or has there been a you know, talk on the future of a SmackDown? I know NXT is rumored to go to the CW. Yeah, NXT is going to CW as far as I know. Um, from what I understand... They haven't. I, I I haven't heard anything about them picking a date for Smack or a, a day of the week for SmackDown. I know Fox really wanted them on Friday night because they felt that was like a good night for kids to be home. It was a natural lead-in where they could plug the football and and the other stuff that they had going on, um, you know, that weekend. So it made a lot of sense for Fox. For USA, I don't think it makes as much sense. So I would imagine it'll settle on a Tuesday or a Thursday, like it's been in the past. Would be my guess, but what do I know? You know, USA really wants to give WWE every opportunity to succeed in the ratings. That's why they'll probably won't put it on Wednesday opposite AEW, even though they're not necessarily scared of the competition. It's like, why do that if you don't have to, you know? Exactly. I, I mean, I, literally, they, they have more options to go with. And USA has had a, yeah. a long standing, you know, relationship with WWE for many years. Sure. Now, the, the, to take it back to you had that question about the, the pay-per-view streaming. Um, yes. Howard, you had that great idea. And we've been talking about this for a while. If you remember when they did the brand split, they tried to do separate pay-per-views at some point for the different brands. And I feel and they like should. they should keep everything separate. They, they didn't, though, because they weren't sustainable because people didn't want to pay the same amount of money for a pay-per-view when you're only getting half the stars, which I understand, you know, it's not like they bought, if they had, they bought WW had they bought WCW and kept them as an entirely different entity, then that model of having separate pay-per-views probably would have worked, but they didn't do that. You know, they, they, they combined the roster and then split it in half. And so like, yeah, you might get some of the stars that you like for a pay-per-view, but some of those Raw shows, 
in particular early on in the brand split, like you could just see how thin they were. Yeah. You know, they, they were forced to make people main eventers before they were really ready. I think they're in a much better position now to do exclusive pay-per-views and they don't have to worry about the numbers because Peacock and Netflix respectively would kind of absorb that. No, definitely hundred percent. And you know what, this big deal with Netflix, you know, really yeah. taught me, you know, one thing besides WWE being, you know, amazingly profitable more than I think people realize. I think when it comes to things, and this is just from a personal standpoint, when it comes to things like, you know, to deal with fanatics, I personally use fanatics for a lot of sports stuff. Okay. Okay. And I get a lot of good deals on their clearance and stuff like that. WWE, whatever's going on fanatics, I don't know who manages or what does it. There is the same stuff over and over again. The same, uh, the same uh, price, the same discounts. It's almost like it, it's almost worthless to me the way it's set up. And and I wonder if you have any, you know, thoughts on that as far as, you know, with fanatics, because it's definitely a lot more different than it was under the old WWE shop. Oh, fanatics. Yeah. Cause it, because literally it's the same pricing every time with fanatics. And when you do fanatics on their own website, they yeah. have so much more to offer than whatever's going on with WWE. So I almost wonder like, what's the whole purpose with, with that, with that partnership right now? Cause it, it just doesn't seem to be really, you know, beneficial. But you know, hey, I could be wrong. WWE just made a five hundred million dollar deal with Netflix, but yeah, just from what I, I've seen, I, it just seems it doesn't seem the right way. I I haven't heard anything about that specifically, but I would assume, um, just knowing from like other things that I've like I bought like some NFL stuff from Fanatics and things like that. Yeah, like it's more cheaply made than if I were to go to NFL shop. So you're right. you're kind of getting what you're paying for. Um, I'm assuming that WWE just figures, hey, more opportunities for merchandise, you know, without really costing us anything. That's how I'm, assu- I'm assuming that's how they look at it. But, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I mean, you could you could variably write about that, especially with all the football title belts and everything. I mean, there's definitely a lot. You, you, know, you know, it's definitely a lot going on. I mean, I've gotten some amazing stuff with fanatics, but, you know, everybody's different. I'm just saying from a personal standpoint. It's just the same prices of the same uh, offerings, and it really goes absolutely nowhere. But again, you know, WWE is not concerned about me. They're concerned about, you know, the big yeah. deals with, with Netflix and making that money. I, I can't sit here and lie and, and say it differently. What, what, one of the other listeners, Harry Barnett, he, he brings up a really good point, which I did overlook, to be fair. Um, so we're, we're really talking about here, we're looking at this from a U.S. perspective. I'm assuming you're in the U.S., Dave. I'm actually, yeah, I'm in uh, New York. New York. Okay. How'd you find us, by the way? Uh, just just from looking on Facebook, you know, I caught oh. some stuff. I mean, it doesn't seem oh. to really be enough, like, live call-ins and stuff anymore. So this was kind of cool. I figured I'd check you guys out. Well, thanks for checking us out. And, and please definitely come back soon. Um, Harry, Harry Barnett brought up the point that um, Peacock is really just a United States thing. So people outside of the U.S., and I'm assuming Canada, um, are getting everything on Netflix. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, pay-per-views, everything on Netflix. Well, so I guess that means that's the end of the WWE Network, right? Because um, it only existed know. in foreign markets, right? I, I, I guess think he's so. right, actually. I, I, I think yeah. he's right because I know friends that are overseas, and they tell me that in Canada and throughout, they still get the WWE Network. We or we right. get Peacock. Yeah, the Peacock was just a U.S. thing. That American brand of a 
cock, I guess you'd say. Interesting. Can, can I just ask you one, uh, one TNA question? I, I'm curious yeah, man, about sure. something as well. Tell I me how a TNA, TNA fan. Nice. Yeah, oh, okay, me too, yeah. So I heard, I heard a rumor. I don't know if it holds mm-hmm. any water. I don't know if he was spitting in the wind. But Santino Morella was asked or – you know, whichever his you know name is now, of course. Uh, you know what's going on with TNA in the future, and he's like, you know, they're working on a big TV deal. And I, I'm looking, I'm like, well, that's the that's the first I've heard of it. From a personal standpoint, my concern is the ratings are so low right now on um, a, you know, Access TV. I get the reasoning because they you know they have a good uh, relationship with the network. I think they own the network. That's fine, but the ratings yeah. are so low. I don't know how they can attract. Uh, even even a Spike TV type, uh, you know, network, you know, you know, with their product. Can you see any future with that, or how do you do that when you when you when your ratings are a little over a hundred thousand? Yeah, and it's tough too because that's really basically, aside from like maybe a one year period, that's basically all that their ratings have ever been. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think there's um plenty of demand for wrestling and that helps them. And the fact that they're able to uh, make use of a lot of former WWE talent, I I think that that helps them. Um, My guess would be like, they would have been a company that I would have looked at maybe when WWE was talking about including various independents on their network. I think that would have been a great deal for them. You know, it would have given them more exposure. They're, They're certainly not, pretending that WWE doesn't exist. You know what I mean? So, no, definitely like, not. That, There's like, plenty of references. Yeah. I mean, AEW doesn't pretend that they – and that's a wise strategy. When you're the number two or number three, uh, Matt, what did ECW always do? <laughs> you know? I mean, it was they, endless with them. That's facts. They, they talked about it con- not constantly about WWE and WCW. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like – TNA could almost benefit from streaming because the numbers wouldn't matter if they could find the right provider. Did that answer your question or did I just like go off the rails? No, no, you you, you, you were definitely very helpful with that. I'm almost thinking about their own streaming service they have right now, but I mean, yeah. Oh, I you know, from about a, that. Yeah. But from a flagship standpoint, I do agree. I think, I think they would benefit with that, but I don't know. It, it, it just seems, you know, like a difficult mountain to climb when you're only bringing in over a hundred, hundred K weekly at, at best, you know, to try to attack, I'm going to try to attract like a spike TV or some type of mm-hmm. major network to, you know, the broadcast, you're not throw you on, you, you know, like it used to be on Fox sports back in the day. I mean, it, it seemed like it, it's, it's a very uh, interesting, you know, situation. It is interesting. And I, I think it's only going to get better. I, I actually, um, I'm surprised that TNA hasn't done more with AEW because they were really turning a lot of heads when they did, you know, but it, it gave them access to talent and it gave them the ability to put some of their talent on AEW TV to talk about TNA and what they had going on, you know, um, definitely, definitely. To, yeah. to be fair. It also allowed their world champion to lose his belt to Kenny Omega. <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true Back when Kenny was you got to give collector. something <laughs> right yes exactly yeah. brady yeah. but before i let you go i, I want to sure. answer you on the spot this saturday do you think roman drops the belt no wow so, so you no. think he'll walk into mania do you think he walks out of mania the champion the, the way everything seems right now 
I'm assuming, um, and there's been so much talk about um, Cody and finishing the story, and and so many people. I I was actually shocked that people were that upset that Cody didn't win the belt last year at WrestleMania because I kind of expected Roman to win. Um, I I think yeah, I think Cody's gonna, I think Cody's gonna win the belt. Um, uh, I think Cody's going to win the belt, and I think Roman will take some time off. Um, would I do it necessarily? That's hard to say. It, it's hard to say because I, I, I feel like if you wait too long on Cody, then you're going to miss that moment, and he's not going to have the momentum that he has. 100%. But we were just I, talking, I, I agree. Yeah. But we were just talking about it on, like, a show chat today. Uh, unfortunately, Howard isn't with us. He... Matt and I agree that, like, what is so special about Cody? Like, I feel like there's eight or nine guys on that show that are over. Why Cody? I And I don't see it. I'm not they saying already, he's bad, but... They already have their, their most important title on the face of the company. It's, to me, I, I, like, I think if you want to switch things up, then you turn real face. And let him do to heels what he's been doing to the baby faces for the last three years. Yeah. And then you switch back again. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That, 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 that would definitely make my head back. spin. <laughs> and, then, and then he can lose the title after having it for eight years. Yeah. Oh, geez. Please don't. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Look. Let me let you do your thing. I don't want to take up the other time for the calls, but I appreciate thanks. your time. Thanks for calling in, man. Please do, please do so again. It was great to talk to you. Awesome. Thanks, man. Have a good night. All right. Take care, Dave. Well, there you have it. See, there are other people besides Ratboy and Tour that listen. Pretty cool. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and TNA is going to be in Philly the week of Mania also. Oh, are they? Okay. Are they doing a show at the arena? Yeah, hold on a second. Okay. Kathy's doing dog fighting. Oh, damn dog and cat fight. <laughs> cat fight! Cat fight! Cat fight! <laughs> so immature. Yeah. I'm so immature. <laughs> yeah, what but um, they're going to do a show at the arena. arena. <laughs> They're going to do a show at the arena. Okay. Well, I, I would like to check that out. That could be cool. That'd be cool. Howard, what's the problem? I think my internet's crappy. Oh, well, I think your internet's crappy, too. <laughs> I, I have a caller here, and I have other callers, too, but I have a caller here. Uh, they call themselves Howard's favorite, and I didn't want to bring them on without Howard because that seemed like that wasn't the right move. I don't like where this is going. Do you know what? Do you know anything about this, Howard? Yeah, you can bring him on. Okay, Howard's favorite. You're on the air. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Uh, microphone. Maybe you're muted. Yeah, are you muted? You are. Hold All on. Right. There you go. There you go. What? Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs> That's my grandkids and my daughter. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> they don't mean the Ravens, do they? No. <laughs> Good. Because <laughs> I, I can finally wear my Patrick Mahomes jersey after a year, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, they're, they're Eagles fans relocated down to Georgia. Ooh, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's a lonely territory down there. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and they're getting Belichick next year. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why we can't have them. I want a cheating coach. <laughs> we have yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> We call you Dada? Jaja. Jaja. Like Jar Jar Binks, kind of, but Jaja. Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. I I think he's my dad. I'm not sure. I haven't seen him in a few years. (laughs) Wow. Wow. We can put her on mute anytime you want. (laughs) His internet is going. He's got to go. Yeah, I got to go. My internet's going. I guess, I guess I'll see you in another three years. Right. <laughs> well, he's here. I'll, I'll, see, you, you I'll see you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see you at Murray's graduation. How's that? I'm talking high school graduation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for calling in and, and let me see you for a second. Yeah. That was cute. Bye. 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 <laughs> That was cute. There was a joke there, you know. I was going to be like, well, don't worry. I'll be your daddy. But no. I thought it it was going to be Rap Boy. No, no. (laughs) Howard's favorite? That that, that scared me for a second. (laughs) This was was much better. Yes, yes. Much better than Rap Boy. This is much better, however, dot, dot, dot. Oh, boy. You you bastard. (laughs) We we went from the top to the very bottom. You arrogant bastard. (laughs) What's going on, Tora? What's going on? Uh, I thought thought it was somebody else coming on. Oh, that'll be nice. There's a poison into the show. We we go in order here. (laughs) Tora, I saw you were at AEW. I need a live report from the show. All right. Well, we had good seats. Yeah, we had good seats. They were 102 row U, um, seat 14 and 15. 14 and 15, okay. We was close by the stage and not that far from the ring. Okay. Did you see Dustin? I think he was there. No, he wasn't there. He was sitting front row. He had front row tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he sits at the, the timekeeper's table now. Yeah. The tickets were $28 a piece. So I ordered like two tickets for me and my daughter. Okay. So all together it was like $74.30. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And I took a lot of pictures. And plus, I had to put on my glasses because I was blind as a bat. Okay, um, yeah, I can see that your eyes are kind of like all over right now. Yeah, so I can see right now. Hey, it's just that at nighttime I'd be having little problems. <laughs> You're like a bat. No, bats yeah. can see at night, right? Right, bats can right. See at night. Well, or they can they can hear, they talk, 
and then the, the they, sound bounces off things, right? Right. That's how I and, uh, Yeah. There were the Ring of Honor was there. They had oh, the a special match. Yeah. They had their they match first. That had started at six o'clock. And then collision had started at seven. You know, Tora, I always said that Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor, um, it was a huge miscalculation on their part. But their main mm-hmm. title, they missed a real opportunity. They could have had a gold engraved ring that they called the Ring of Honor. And the champion mm-hmm. wears a ring <clears throat> instead of a belt. Mm-hmm. And that would be the Ring of Honor. Yeah. But there was a fight there. Thanks for your support on that. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. Even okay. though it was my first time being there at Shepherd's Arena, because I've never been there before. And they didn't accept cash there. You had to use your debit or credit card or just get a card out of the machine. Which right. actually costs like $25 through 105 That's ridiculous. I know. And their food was a little bit expensive. Their drinks was expensive. Well, yeah, I mean, you're at a stadium, you know? Yeah. Arena. Take your own food in. Not the stadium, arena. Well, okay. Sorry, I use the word stadium and arena interchangeably. Yeah, that's the difference between stadium and arena. What's the difference? Because it's a college arena. Because they be having um, slew college basketball games. Is this true, Matt? Is that is that the difference between an arena and a stadium? Uh, and then you got the stadium I has heard that. baseball. You got baseball. This yeah, called stadium was outdoors and arenas in a closed building. Yeah, the That's right. When the NHL show. plays outside, they call it the stadium series. Yeah. I'll still use them interchangeably, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not that bright to her. Well, we had, like, two things of nachos, cheeseburger, french fries, so a soda for my daughter, a soda for you. Does that mean that that was a stadium? Because that was outdoors, wasn't it? It was outdoors, but the event was indoor. It's, it's closed door. Okay. Yeah. Like when Matt Hardy was appearing in different parts of the stadium? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got But you. it had like 70-something thousand people. Wow, that's pretty... Did they really... Is that what they announced? Because they lied yeah. about... They lied about when they were in the UK. Hmm. I don't know about that one. They said but, like a thousand or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't lie. They just used WWE math. That's all they did. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. It would have been really great if they announced it as like ninety-three thousand four hundred ninety-three. <laughs> yeah. But then we well, had. I'm glad you had fun. Did you meet any of the wrestlers? No, I didn't meet any of the wrestlers, but Dean Ambrose, uh, former Dean Ambrose, which is also John Mosley, he came from the concession stands through the stairs yeah. where the audience was at. Did he walk past you? No, he walked past the other the other side. He was like 
105 or something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, this is the kind of insight you can only get on in the room. Mm hmm. Yeah. But it's not great. But everybody got into a fight, the wrestlers from Ring, Ring of Honor, it's because Daniel Garcia won the match between, mm -hmm. um, what's, um, um, Vega husband, um, uh, uh, um, he is wrestling for WWE. Now yeah. he works for AEW. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, uh, what is his name? Malachi he Black. He was fighting Buddy Murphy. Malachi Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They was in there too. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and somebody got punched in the face, and all of a sudden, all fights were breaking out loose. Everybody from the backroom locker came out and stuff. It was crazy. Okay. Okay, Tora. So here's the official the official definition of state. So the use of a stadium or arena typically has more to do with the sports it's designed to host. Stadiums are designed and constructed for outdoor spectator sports, such as football, baseball, or soccer. On yeah. the other hand, an arena is usually designed for sports such as basketball, ice mm -hmm. hockey, indoor soccer yeah. or football, or tennis to take place yeah. on a smaller scale. So what that tells me, Tora, is that any place that has wrestling is neither a stadium nor an arena. Yeah, if you come down here, you'll see it. Okay. All right. You come and check it out. Down there to see it. Yeah. I have a layover in St. Louis for like an hour. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Coming up in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you excited yeah, about Netflix? You excited about Netflix, Tora? Oh my gosh! I have all the networks on my phone, and every I watch one? every single one, except for uh Prime, except for Prime, because I'm having a problem with Prime. Okay, but I like Optimus Prime better anyway. <laughs> yeah, but um. I was really excited to see that, to hear about it this morning, because I was heading to work this morning, and all of a sudden I looked on Facebook, and I was the first one that actually saw that. Yeah. I was like, I thought somebody was pulling a prank or something, because there's always something going on. And then Dustin had called me, like, when I was at work during my lunch break, and he said, did you see what happened? I was like, what? He said, um... Netflix. I was like, oh yeah, I seen that. It was posted on Facebook about it. I didn't want to believe it, but... Do you talk to Dustin? Yeah. Is he mad at us? Um, a little bit. Why? Because <laughs> you had Justin on there the other day. Justin? Yeah, and, and Demi was on there too, and she had to take herself off of that because she did not want him to say anything bad about her. Because he would call her like fake and everything else, which is not true. Wait, what? When did this happen? <laughs> the other day. What is this? Are you tapping Are you... my line? No, no. I added her. I added her from the group page. She oh, was on there for a few whatever. minutes. Yeah, yeah. She was on there for a few minutes, and then she saw the list that he was on there because him and her doesn't get along. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's a problem. Because he keep on accusing Dustin making fake accounts. And that's not Dustin doing it. 
No? Okay, so Rhea Ripley being added to our fan account had nothing to do with Dustin? No. Okay. Mm. All right. Checks out. Me, he kept on getting judged about it. <laughs> it checks out. <laughs> it doesn't check out. We investigated. It checks out. We're good. Yeah, I mean, Facebook looked into it. It's legit. So, One of his so Facebook pages that I have have you talked huh? to Rhea Ripley on have you talked to Rhea Ripley on the phone? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like I mean like you had a conversation with her, like you're talking to me. Yeah. Okay. She just can't be um to answer on Messenger. You know, have you uh pressed that call button? Have you been diagnosed Not with multiple person personality store? Mm-mm. No, okay. Um, trying to. What else can this be, Matt? I, I'm, I'm at a loss right now. I, I feel like she's defeated me. Yeah, she, she's, like upset. she's upset with you. She's upset? Who, Rhea Ripley? Yeah. Why? Because. Because of Justin. She, yeah, because of Justin and. But Justin left. Yeah, we know that you have a problem with uh, Seth Rollins. And Dustin. Yeah. Is somebody? Yeah. Is somebody getting a Facebook call? Whose idea to take callers anyway? Kathy, my was my daughter. Here? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, tell Rhea Ripley to call into the show and use a different name, and then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy though. She can call herself like Demi Bennett or whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm so confused. All right, All right Tor, it was great to talk to you. Thanks for clearing yeah. things up. It was great talking with you too. Yeah. Bye bye. I have no idea what just happened. I don't know. We got stuck into a twilight zone or something. <laughs> No, let me tell you, Rhea is in with Buddy. Why would she be calling in and talking to anybody except who she has to? Yeah, Buddy hasn't exactly been my best friend the last couple years, so I get along great with Buddy. I do too. I'm only playing, but let me tell you, someone's there's no way she was talking to Rhea. So no you don't way. think you don't think that that was re- I think it's real on the chat though it has her real name. Yeah. So what I did last week was I created a chat with all the listeners, and um, you know, like my little experiment, almost like a test tube experiment in a way. You know, it uh, it went crazy the second I left them unmonitored. That's what happens when you leave kids unattended. Yeah. Exactly. You got them. You got them all talking with each other, saying all their silliness. Uh, you got Rhea Ripley joining the chat. You got Justin leaving. Uh, you got Tori's friend. I guess stop talking. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you think it's just where Dustin trying to impersonate her? See, that's what I think. But he gets mad when I say that. So I'm gonna say no. I don't think it's Dustin trying to atone. I don't think it is. I, I think it's absolutely not Dustin. 
<laughs> it was somebody named Gustin instead. Yeah. But think about it. They get mad because you you were talking bad or something about Seth Rollins. Hello. What's going on, Rap Boy? What's up? I'm from Florida here. Yeah, I'm having a karaoke. You doing karaoke tonight? No. Why are you wearing Not a ski cap? You're in Florida. It's kind of windy down here right now. Okay. But but it's, it was been beautiful. No, nah, it's been beautiful here. It was in the seventies today, but it just dropped down to to sixty. You know, it's always in the sixties and windy. Okay. You know, my, but it's beautiful down here. I love it. What do you got? What do you got there? A tie dye handkerchief? What do you What are you wearing there? Oh, oh this is my high dye thing that I bought. It says Bergen, Bergen Street, New Orleans, and I got, and I got, I just got this Hulk Hogan shirt today. Is it a Hulk Hogan and Friends shirt? It looks like it. Huh? So, so you went, Rapper, you went to Florida to buy a Bourbon Street jacket. Uh, yeah. No. 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 I, I seen it. It was, it was good for the price, and I bought it. It was Have at a flea market. Have you seen Rhea Ripley while you were down there? No, but I did see uh, Jimmy Uso down here at a gas station, but there was too many people around him. Jimmy or Jay? Pumping gas? Jimmy. Okay. He was down here pumping his gas, and a lot of people were just standing around and trying to get his autograph and all. He said, no, I can't give no autograph for nothing. He's like, yeet. Yeet. Mm-hmm, you know. Yeet. Yeet. But I am. I already got my ticket for uh for Monday Night Raw. I'll be going to. I'm not going to the Royal Rumble. Okay. I'm going. I'm going to the Monday Night Raw because it's a lot cheaper than than uh, the Royal Rumble because if you want 150 dollars for no big city. Mm -hmm. I could pay something like 75 dollars and sit in the fourth row. You could climb through the ductwork and get in for free. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but my cousin knows people got there and they gave me a good price <laughs> for a ticket and I'd be somewhere in a fourth row. Imagine Matt, you're using you're using the bathroom in the um, arena and Rat Boy comes up through the plumbing, right up into the sink. That's freaking terrifying. Mm -hmm. That's like that's like the blob. <laughs> like, it could happen at your house too. I know. I went to Disney World. Disney Springs. Right outside of Disney World. I've been there. That's Walking where I around. Go when I go down for work in March. Yeah. It, it, it was, it, I had to do some business down there. What business? Well, Is that that, where you took a crap outside? What do you mean? No, you no. What happened was that when I bought, I bought a keychain. And I lost it in the park. And, and I've been trying to get... Try to, uh, Try to try to get it back. Why don't you just get it? They, they gave me a run around for nine months. Right? And uh what happened was that I went up to the lady, I said, Listen, I yeah. want my money back. That something that I bought in a park I never got. And you put an email to me, you put your give it to me in the mail and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And she said, What well, what is your um 
your email address. And I told her, right, and she, she saw all the letters I've been writing and all. They came back and gave me a $75 gift certificate for an $11 keychain that I wanted. <laughs> and the next day we went back over there to uh, Disney Springs and uh, I got what I wanted. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my cousin said, said uh, Lynn Morgan was at Disney Springs walking around. Okay. Was Bill Dallas with her? I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. sorry. You, you know how it is, you know? I know how it is. Yeah, but, but my prediction. Yeah, we all know. My prediction is that. Paul mm-hmm. Corbin is going to be in that Royal Rumble. It certainly seemed like it on Raw. Mm-hmm. He, he, he might just make an appearance right there. And I'd like to see Paul Corbin versus Roman Reigns. You're probably the only one. Or, or, it, could be Hulk, or it could be Hulk Corbin versus Jeff Rollins. I want to blow your mind for a minute. This occurred to me today. Uh, so The Rock is 51 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And Hulk Hogan is 70. Which means 22 years ago, when Hulk Hogan fought The Rock at WrestleMania 18, Hulk Hogan was only 48 years old, three years younger than The Rock is right now. Hmm. Now, now, what it is that? Mind blown. I, I'm going to say r- right now, okay, Gunther is going to win it. Gunther is going to win it. Okay. I'm saying Gunther, and I'm going to say out of my head, mm-hmm. I think Becky Lynch is going to win the females. Okay. Okay, um, and plus, and plus, I agree uh, with I bet, Becky, but I think Cody's going to win it. Uh, it's hard to say. It, it might become again Gunther and, and Cody. Rat Boy, before we let you go, what do you think about uh, WWE on Netflix? I seen that today. Yes, thumbs up. Thumbs up on that. Because I'm good in Netflix. Those people that has Netflix. Huh? We all have Netflix here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got Netflix right here on my phone. He's got Netflix. Yeah, but thumbs up on, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But today, today, earlier today, I, I went to uh, the, Peacock, the Peacock Network. All those peacocks running around like crazy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Look at the pictures. I'll do that later. And is Kathy still on? Kathy's on. Guess who I was talking to earlier this week? Rhea Ripley. No. <laughs> no other than Carol Snooker. Oh, really? How's she doing? Yeah, She's doing okay. She's living in Georgia now. Oh. I thought she, she was, I thought she was down here. She said I talked to her for a little bit, and she told me you're down there, have fun. 
She headbutt you? Yeah, I got her on Facebook. Okay. How'd you run into her? No, no, I got her on on Facebook. I thought she was still living down in Florida, but no, she told me that she moved to Georgia. Oh, okay. But she knows the area. She knows the area where where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. One of the listeners wants to know what Netflix is. Can you explain what Netflix is? Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. That's that's how I say it. Netflix. Right. What is it? It, it, it's a, uh, a premiere, uh, a stream, movies, and all the other stuff. You got to pay for it every month. You know, I think, I think it's ten ninety nine a month. But but I tell you what, I'm just going to say, Howard, I'm not sure you're going to be on this Thursday, but I will be at a at a motorcycle bar. Well, that would be exciting. He seems profoundly <laughs> affected by that. I'm going. I'm going to be at a motorcycle bar, you know, at a restaurant, motorcycle bar, we'll motorcycle right next door. Do you have leather? Do you have leather to wear? Yeah. You have chaps yep. to wear. He's got the. He's got the chaps. Yeah, man. I got the whole Like you need to go in. I got the whole works, man. I even got a motorcycle. Okay, you, you got like the Shawn Michaels here. chaps without the pants underneath. Yeah, I got I got the yeah, whole right. I'll be riding in, in, in with a motorcycle. How great would it be if you all the village people would be there? Yeah, they, they, they're calling it uh, biker night. Rat boy, have you talked to Rhea Ripley on Facebook? No, I seen her now. I went right to her now. I said, Wait a minute, that's really Ripley. That can't be her. You know? I'm sorry, Cavi, just watching you chat. Before, uh, and there's one thing, okay? <laughs> just, uh, Dustin, see this video. I'm in Tampa. Guess what? I make. I want to make sure that that you are Dustin. I'm going to see you at the at the uh at Monday Night Raw. I'm going to catch him in his blood. All right, brother. Hey, you now, take he care and have fun down there. Yeah, man, it's beautiful down here. Yeah. I heard that you you guys were getting more snow. Now it's going to rain. That's going to clear it all away. Yes, yes, it's turning to rain, yeah. yeah. All right, I, be, I, I will be back on February 1st, and I'll make sure I bring back the sunshine. Sounds like a threat. And the sunshine is Bye-bye. Good morning. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Well, Kathy, the listeners have spoken, and they are firmly believing that that is Rhea Ripley in the chat with us. So, well, still people still believe in Santa Claus, so all right. <clears throat> well, like I said, I just sent Buddy a text. Yeah, and he said there's a lot of people faking Rhea. I wonder why. And Rhea fakes it. Stop it! No, no, people fake it. Oh, 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 people fake. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah. Regarding Rhea, I mean. And Rhea and Buddy are engaged. <laughs> well, Tora says that they're not getting married. Well, they're not. They're just engaged. They're not married yet. Yeah. Okay, here's, here's a hypothetical scenario. There's a dollar bill in the middle of an intersection. 
there's so there's four four points coming together. Uh, mm-hmm. At one point is Santa Claus. At the second point is the Easter Bunny. At the third one is Rhea Ripley from our chat. And at the fourth one is Rat Boy. Which one of them is going to get the dollar? Rat Boy. Why? Yeah. Because he was raised on the streets. Well, I mean, it's, and he's it, real. It is. Yes, that's exactly. Right. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't, I didn't, want, to, I didn't want to. I didn't want to admit it, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. FML. FML tour. <sighs> See, I knew we had a lot to talk about tonight. I just didn't know what it was going to be specifically. Right. <laughs> so, so what are, what are your guys' thoughts on on Cody Rhodes being that that fans? Best main. You think that's actually going to happen? I thought that was stupid. You don't even know the guy's name. No, you don't even know the guy's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it feels to me like it's it's engineered to maybe try to be like a viral thing that catches on and blows up. But it's like at the end of the day, like I mean, I I don't know. To me, like your best man should be somebody <laughs> you're you're tight with above everybody in the world and. Yeah, right. That it's instead it's, it's a dude who not a stranger with a neck tattoo. Right. Right. Yeah. Here comes a dude. Can you imagine any everybody there who doesn't watch wrestling and has no clue who Cody Rhodes is, and here comes the best man. It's this dude with this weird yeah. American flag skull neck tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like Bruce Wirt. Can, can you imagine? Yeah, Bruce Wirt. He, he's standing out at the altar with, with his ring gear on. He's not even in a yeah. in a God, the efficiency and everybody else like, is short and fat in his wedding party, you know, except for Cody. Uh, the efficient's going to try to talk him into going to rehab and getting his life together. <laughs> it's it's worse than Bruce Wirt who tried to hire who tried to hire Howard Finkel to announce his wedding. That at least is a good idea. That appeals to more than just the wrestling fan, you know. But wait, which yeah. wedding? Oh, I don't remember. Second, third, something like that. <laughs> nah, it <doesn't> matter. <laughs> Fourth, fifth. Yeah, I think I think it was um when Ric Flair first started with Wendy. So which wedding would that be? Probably uh, the second for him for Flair. I think so. Yeah, him. I didn't know Bruce's first wife. It was probably the second. This was back when Rapple used to climb on Howard Finkel's girlfriend's back and then Fink would get jealous and mad. Second. Second. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't even know where to begin with that one. Don't eat. Don't. Yeah. Just, just don't, Matt. Don't. You just can't gonna, unpack this stuff, Matt. Treat it like it's radioactive and move away quickly. Yeah. You can't. You, you can't treat all this like it's real. It's like this like bizarre, like... It's like you had too much like fatty food before you went to bed, and now you're lucid dreaming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got the night sweats and the dreams. Yeah. And, yeah. The meat sweats and the night sweats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so awful. And I'm not just talking like a drunken slice of Elio's, you know. Like I'm, I'm talking the full, the full, uh, the full meal. So. Uh, 
<laughs> you just drinking half a gallon of canola oil before you go to sleep. <laughs> oh, more importantly, more importantly, I have a very hard time seeing Cody Rhodes as being that guy for WWE. Like, I look at that roster, right? And there were eight or nine people that get cheered like him CM Punk, Seth Rollins, LA Knight, Randy Orton. Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, when he comes back, that's seven right there, and I'm sure I'm overlooking people. Drew, um, or is that just me? Drew? Yeah. Drew, no, Drew, Drew yeah. the heel is getting cheered. Well, because they they actually have a heel whose motivations actually make sense, and he doesn't seem like a crazy person. Right. It's not like they just rode him to be a heel this week. Right. No, his 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 it's his motives are under his motives and his reasoning are understandable, which is one of the things that's good about the way they've handled his heel turn. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's almost yeah, a heel I, you can get behind, even though we're not supposed to get behind him. Right. And these are the kind of things this is like where Triple H is doing really well. Because like it's not like this obvious smack you in the face kind of thing. But when you look up and down that program, like Almost everybody's getting over, which is really how it's supposed to be. During the Attitude Era, almost everybody was over. Yeah, every in some fans form wanted to see everybody. You know, you might right. not have wanted to see them all necessarily in the last fifteen minutes of the show, but like, God, there was a period of time where people were excited to see X Pac come out. I made a head cheese sign. Come on, yeah. Uh, yeah, Al Snow and Steve <laughs> yeah. Blackman, people like them. Like... <laughs> right. You know? So WWE, to their credit, is doing really well. I just don't understand what makes Cody stand out above everybody else. Is it because he talks very slowly and uses thesaurus words to drill him Because right? of his last name. His points. Yeah. yeah. Incorrectly, too, occasionally, which is even worse. Uh, right. It, all it does, and, and I mean, listen, I, I like Cody Rhodes. I do. I don't have a problem with Cody Rhodes at all. But I do have a problem with people intimating. Did I use that correctly? Intimating? I think I did. Yeah, I, they're intimating did. that Cody Rhodes deserves to be a main eventer just because he's one of eight or nine people that are getting cheered. Well, I don't on see the same page. I, I don't see it. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's not a bad. But when all you want to do is talk about the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, it reminds me that you're not Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. he he. Randy Orton never made that mistake of being so attached to his father's name that, yeah. you know, like, you, you well, can Well, he got much bigger Randy. than him. Well, right, yes. But you can hear the name Randy Orton. And even back when he was newer <laughs> and just starting out, he, like – he stood on his own two feet. You never, yeah. you know, nobody ever looked at him and was like, that's Cowboy Bob's son. Like, everybody looks at Cody, and you can't help but know that he's Dusty Rhodes' son because he brings it up in literally almost every promo. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that's the problem that I have with it. You know, he's he's not Dusty Rhodes. You know who he is? Howard, I, I, Kathy, this will resonate with both of you. I, I think with you, Matt, but it might have been a little before your time. He's David San Martino, is Cody Rhodes, with a push. Yeah. With, a, with a better push. 
Much better push. <clears throat> David San Martino was a fine wrestler. His problem was that his dad was Bruno. Right. Exactly. And he didn't have the... Per- He's Ted DiBiase Jr. There's another one. Or, or um, Joe Hennig. You know, yeah, not Curtis everyone Axel. has their parents. What'd you say? I said Curtis Axel. Yeah, same thing. It's, yeah. He's not... Michael McGillicuddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The idea that he wants to win the title because his dad never did is not a compelling reason to go after a championship. He's not doing it for himself. He's, it's The presentation has always been, I'm going to finish the story with the implication of the story being that Dusty Rhodes never held that title. Right. So it's like, it feels like, at least within storyline, it feels like he's chasing the approval of a man who can no longer give it to him. Sure. Sure. Right, and a man where, who was infinitely more deserving of winning that title. Right. So where, where would he, let's, you know, just fantasy book for a minute. Where would Cody Rhodes be if Dusty actually held, for however long, if he actually held either the WWF title or a WWF title, even for just a couple of months? Where would Cody Rhodes be on this roster today if that happened? Well, I, I think he's good enough on the microphone that he'd still be getting a good push and he'd be still be the, the son of the American dream. But I, you know, they, they would just have a different kind of storyline to get him to that next level. I just, to me, the whole thing feels very forced. Yes. You know? Yeah, it does feel forced. I agree. Um. I almost wish Derek would call in because I know he feels differently. I'm not even saying I want to see Cody over. I'm not even saying I want to see the rock over Cody because I, I I mean, I would, but I realize for the betterment of the company, they need to move forward and start doing more with these younger stars. With that said, what's Cody? 40, 39, 38, 38. Yeah. I thought he was 37, 38. Okay. So, uh, no, granted, people retire later than they used to. You know, like, Shawn Michaels wrapped it up at, what, 41, I think? You know, now people wrestle until their late 40s, usually, at least. And, you know, Ric Flair's wrestling until he's 85, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at the rate we're going, we might only get a couple more years out of Kenny Omega. So it's it's hard to be sure. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, it depends if on. If Triple like, H like, didn't have heart problems, he'd probably still be the champion. <laughs> <laughs> he would have beaten Roman by now. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's interesting. You know, it's all relative. Um, again, guys, uh, the number to call in is uh, well, not a number. Sorry, just go to callvoc.com. And we're starting to have issues now, as I kind of foresaw, with the cookies. So basically, you want to delete your cookies if it's giving you that 404 error. And then call VOC should take you right to the line where you can chat with us. You remember that old commercial, It's So Easy a Caveman Could Do It? Mm, Yes. Yeah. Well, Rapway and Tora have not gotten on, have not had a problem yet, guys. So I'm gonna. Did, did, did you see the follow up commercial that's been out lately with with the yeah, caveman? I did. 
That poor guy's having the nightmares. He's having the nightmares. Yeah. They made a mockery of him. They did? I didn't realize that was 20 years ago. I feel like that was like last year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was that long ago either. Yeah. We're getting old. Some of us are. Am I right, Kathy? Not us. Dude, I'm there. All right. Brady, I before we go any further, I do want to thank you and the guys and everybody for the prayers and everything for my uncle. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to thank you for coming over to the memorial service. It was greatly appreciated. And um I just want to say thank you. Of course, Kathy. Of course, you know. We've all been thinking about you a whole lot lately, so it's it's a lot you've been going through the last couple months. So, yeah. But all good. Um, let's uh, let's take a quick commercial break, and then on the other side, we'll come back. And we'll talk some more. Callvoc.com is the number to call in. We'll be right back. See, I tried talking like Cody, but with not as much vocabulary, it doesn't work. <laughs> be right back. Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. VOC Nation's own Stroh Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year. From the VOC Nation family, to all of you, please continue to pray for Strom Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash palpistrom. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then we uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get, get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. 
Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <laughs> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Actor, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Did didn't have anything to do with Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network on VOCNation.com. Don't forget to call in tonight. Just visit callvoc.com, and if it's giving you a problem, just uh, just delete your cookies there, and it should pop up. Callvoc.com. Uh, Brady Hicks here. I've got with me Matt and Howard as we uh, enter the final stretch for the show, and... Um, you know, I did want to talk a little bit about Kevin Patrick tonight because, you know, while he didn't stand out as, like, spectacular to me, I always felt like he kind of got a bum rap. He uh, he wasn't bad. And I wonder if, like, part of it wasn't having that Irish accent. Like, I could see Vince saying, well, Becky Lynch has that accent. We don't need two of those foreigners talking. <laughs> The bad compression. You, you know what I'm saying. I can't see Triple H doing that. But I wonder if in the back of their heads that isn't part of the issue. 
I, I don't. I just. He's not bad. I just think he was just. No, he was. He was just. He was just okay. He, he yeah. and he'll and, and obviously he'll never be, you know, a Jerry Lawler or Jim Ross or or any of those guys, Bobby Heenan. But he was eh, just. I mean, I don't even think he's Michael up there Cole with uh, Michael Cole, right? Yeah. Well, I think he's better than than Patrick, and you know, m- marginally better. But I think he's just. Eh, he's okay. I used to like that Jimmy Smith guy before him. He was only there for a year. He was, yeah, and yeah, he he was decent. And the guy that left them and went to TNA, he's good. I can't think of his name. Doesn't matter. I'm yeah, I'm drawing a blank. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. The rumor is Matt that they're going to go with um that Vic Joseph guy that's on NXT. <clears throat> Who did uh, Raw he, before? I mean, they weren't happy yeah, with him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they should reach out to Mauro Ranello and see if he wants if he's interested. See, I would <laughs> like that. I would. I and and I feel like it would be a better environment for him now than it was the first time around. Uh, yeah, I yeah, probably it probably would be. I would think, <clears throat> you know, because I, I mean, I, I, have you ever seen his documentary? It's an amazing story. Cause like, like a lot of people just think like, oh, he was bullied and he went away or whatever. Um, yeah, he suffers. That. He yeah. basically he suffers from like manic depression. He's but there's a there's a, a documentary. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can find it. It's called the Bipolar Rock and Roller, and it's about him and his life and overcoming the challenges that he's had to become one of the best announcers in the business. And it's so interesting. It really is. It's um. God bless the guy that he has been able to work and, and make a living as long as he had. It's uh it's it's pretty cool stuff. I definitely recommend it. Again, it's called the Bipolar Rock and Roller. You can find it on YouTube. It's basically the, the Mara Ronaldo story. So um Yeah, I, I liked him a lot. I was happy with him. I don't even know what he's doing now. Like he does like MMA or something or boxing, doesn't he? he he's with Bellator, isn't he? I think. <laughs> Is it Bellator? Yeah, okay. yeah, he's with Bellator. Yeah. Yeah. The fans certainly liked him. I used to like how he threw in pop culture references with everything. He was great was cool. in yeah. NXT, where you know he where he didn't have Vince breathing down his throat. Um, yeah. Or breathing down his neck. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he wasn't playing. Throat, throat, damn it. Uh, yeah. God. Bring back Joey Styles. There you go. He is technically employed with them still, I think. Is he? He's in the office, I think. <coughs> Can he beat up JBL again if he if they bring him back out I'm there? Sure he could. <laughs> sure he could. Leg- legendary tough guy, JBL. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. lost to the meanie and lost to uh, Joey Styles, right? Hmm. He probably lost a few others in there that we're forgetting I'm, or don't know I'm about. Sure, he did. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. did. Yeah, you know, got a target on his back, poor guy. But, yeah. but I, I, I was listening to a, an older um, Stone Cold podcast, obviously because uh, Scott Hall was on it. And he was talking about his career, and I never realized. I mean, I knew. You know, he was he was ripping off Scarface, and Vince had never seen Scarface with the Razor Ramon. <laughs> right, right. that was but funny. He, he got the 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 Razor part, but did you know the backstory to how he 
got Ramon as the last name? No. He was he and this is this is what Scott Hall was saying. He's, he said when he pitched the idea to him, it's like, okay, well, what's your name? He's like, it'll be Razor. He's like, well, what's your last name? He's like, uh, he's like, I'll, I'll have, you know, let, let, let me get back to you. He's like, I, I like it. I just need something to go with Razor. He said he was in the bathroom taking a leak, and at the sink, Tito Santana was washing his hands. And he looked over at <laughs> Tito and said, I need a last name that begins with R. And Tito said, Ramon. And he said, and the rest is history. That's it. Tito Santana. That's great. In the men's room, Tito Santana birthed Razor Ramon. <laughs> now, I, I can only assume that the guy from the Authors of Pain, Rizar and Akum, I can only assume that Rizar didn't have Tito Santana in the bathroom to talk to. Right. You see what happens? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, similarly, neither Bushwhacker Butch nor Pete Dunn had Tito Santana in the bathroom to help with their last name. <laughs> How stupid is that, that some people need a last name and others don't? Yeah. And particularly the women almost never need last names, unless they're good wrestlers. Did you ever notice that? Yeah. <laughs> like you earn your last name by picking a like, Yeah, yeah, you, gotta, you, got, you have to have 25 <laughs> wins before you get a last name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Shut wait, up, so Candace, and keep wrestling. So what, does right. mean, what does it mean if you get a last name, but they take away your first name? Oh, well, that's a whole different... Mm. Yeah, they well, did that to Austin Theory, right? And they did it to yeah. Pac back when he was Adrian Neville. They've done it to many people. <laughs> oh, God. The, in, the indignity Goldberg. of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was Bill Goldberg for like two weeks, and then that was yeah. the end of that. Yeah, that was the end of that. Yeah, that's funny. I I never know what goes through their heads when they pick names. I I I have often wondered that. I always thought that's got to be the best job in WWE though, because it takes almost no effort. You just have to like come up with something that really hasn't been said and make that a name. <laughs> it's really quite easy. And if you really get into trouble, you just swap the name around and add like son. Like like if I were to sign with WWE, I, I assume I would be Hick Bradyson. That would probably be my name. Or maybe even better, you, you could have been Hickson Brady. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> then, then I'd have our truth uh, making jokes. You know. <laughs> but I, I love that our truth is back. I I you know I I think the guy doesn't get enough credit, you know, for doing what he does. If it were me, I would have him challenge for one of the two titles because people love him. Oh, absolutely. For so long. I remember years ago, I was cheering for a heel R-Truth to beat John Cena for the title. Yeah. Yep. Like cheering. Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Now little Jimmy's married with four kids. He's unemployed. Poor little Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> little Jimmy don't even bother to uh, call him up. Yeah, you call know. 
I mean, the stuff that he's doing with Judgment Day is is worlds like when he came back and they had him just being goofy in the back with like Alpha Academy and and Diamond Mine and like just doing the clown car show with them. <laughs> clown I was like, car this, show. <laughs> I was like, this stuff is not funny. It, like it, it's the the Judgment Day stuff is so much better. Yeah, uh, if that's the direction you want to go in with your humor with him, this is the way to go. And I think it's funny that J.D. McDonough is the only one that seems pissed off about it. I think that worked, though. <laughs> I mean, he had to work so hard to get in. Yeah. And Truth just sold some t-shirts in the parking lot that made right. everybody some money. Right. That's the kind of stuff they used to do during the Attitude Era, though. Like, that storyline would fit right in. It would. It would. Yep. Yeah, it's funny that Vince stopped leaning on stuff like that entirely. Yeah, and and he just went yeah. with some of the like the most rote and banal things that he could come up with. Yep, for for decades he did that. I know. Well, it's like you know you remember like the mid nineties before the Attitude Era really took off when they had you know hockey players and plumbers and dentists and like basically occupations were wrestlers instead yeah. of like. The occupation being a wrestler or a fighter, which made more sense. And Vince always swore he'd never go back to that. And what he did was actually less creative because he just started having everybody use their real names or some form of their real name and uh, wrote them all to be the exact same person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I always said... If Vince McMahon went unchecked, the roster today would just be full of 75 guys that look like Chris Masters and 25 <laughs> women that look like Trish Stratus. Kelly, I was going to say Kelly Kelly, but yeah, Trish yeah. Stratus. Yeah. It's just funny. Yeah. It's a brand new day. Yeah. Uh, listener Tim is like <laughs> Dr. Yankum. Yep. <laughs> I remember. I remember Tim. <laughs> Didn't forget about Dr. Isaac Yankum. DBS. I actually think he's still practicing in South Jersey. Last I heard. He's looking at some people's teeth, you know. I assume it's him. I'm only playing. <laughs> do you think there's anybody with like a job gimmick that would work in today's wrestling besides the hitman who wasn't really a hitman would Brooklyn wow. Brawler count maybe yeah. I could see that you I know mean, if he didn't a, get is, old is, is he'd it probably a job still be to around. just be like to just be a piece of like Street trash who all like all yeah, you care I mean, about is beating people up. If that's the yeah. job, then I think it could work. I assume he was doing like collections for like illegal gambling outfits. That that's what I assumed he was doing. But you know what? That would actually make sense because he wore the Yankees jersey all ripped up. Ironically, the Yankees didn't play in Brooklyn, but I mean, who's going to tell him that? You know. You're right. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't figure out he's supposed to be rooting for the Mets. Yeah. Uh, 
agree with you. The throwback Brooklyn Dodgers ripped up shirt would have worked, but <laughs> yeah, get another <laughs> Brooklyn Dodgers jersey from, from like 1947. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I was trying to think. I don't think any. You know what they could have made more out of? I think that they that they didn't really, and like I think they really could have. It was a cool idea, just not executed very well, and probably was a little miscast. Was the body donist the whole like fitness guru thing? Yeah, that was. A I think that I think that one had legs. I think it was really? just. I think it, no, I thought it had legs. Yeah, like I think that's something that could work today. Like some. Some uh, maybe, person maybe, who like, but they, they're not, they weren't bad. arrogant enough. That, and everybody knew who Chris Candido and Sonny were. So it was like, right. It didn't make sense. At that yeah. Point. You would have had to put like two new people in that, in that persona. But I, I think it would have worked. It, they, they could have been arrogant and like talking bad about the fan. Not unlike what Chad Gable used to do when he was a bad guy. I don't know. That's just me. I also had a special part in my place in my heart for Doink. Probably because <laughs> because of the friendship with Matt Bourne when I had it, but I mean I don't know. The the whole idea of a, like everyone used to say like wrestling was like a like a circus, you know, it was ridiculous right. with the gimmicks. They're all clowns, and then they literally brought in a wrestling clown. And his first year there his first year there was pretty damn good. Really, until they turned him babyface. And I'm talking about the persona. Obviously, Matt Bourne wasn't there the whole time. Right. But doing the character as a heel, as a sadistic clown, without midget friends chasing him around and, and, and all that stuff, I, I think it worked. He used to do, like, mean pranks. Yeah. And then he'd go in there and he'd hang, he'd hold his own against, like, Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. But yeah, I think that, that gimmick only works as a heel. You can't, you know, because yeah, you had to be a dark clown. Had to be dark. Yeah, that's why it doesn't work with our listeners, Matt. Like none of them are heels. <laughs> you know. Well, you know what, Brady? The best heels are the ones who think they're actually the good guys. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And the snarkiest good guys are the ones that think that they're heels. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Hunter never was a, a good guy to me, even when he said he was. No, because he was always he was a always, jerk. He ran down everybody. He's snarky. Right. He was an He's allowed to say things that other people aren't. Uh, oh, my God. And it just reeked of nepotism. But yeah, what are you going to do? When you well, he knew that people daughter, hated him for it. Yeah. yeah. Believe me, if I would have thought to kidnap Stephanie, use some ether to knock her out, and then marry her in a drive through chapel back then, if I had the resources, Matt, it could have been me. It could have been you, Brady. <laughs> could have been. I mean, do you, think, do you think Triple H would have been put in the position that he was put in, at least for as long as he was in it, if he hadn't been married to the boss's daughter? 
I think it would have taken a lot longer. I think he might have gotten there. I mean, even now, I would not say that he's ever been a, a linchpin of the company. I think he's been a stable presence in the company for a long yeah. time. <clears throat> but outside I think, of like yeah. the early 2000s, when he was like the foil for like Austin and The Rock. Yeah. Like he's never been the he's never been the face of the company or anything like that no 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 yeah well i mean you know on screen he's never been the face of the company you're right like he's always been that like 2a at best maybe three you know yeah kind of like title reigns and everything people get upset when i say this but the undertaker was really never the number one no he wasn't you always had like hulk hogan you had brett you had sean you had stone cold the rock you had John Cena and Kurt Angle. That the Undertaker was always like the guy that you don't mess with, but he was never like the number one guy in the company. No, he was he was he was never portrayed that way ever. Yeah, and if I mean if you were watching wrestling from '91 until when did he retire? Like three years ago. Like and, and no, he was always portrayed as a big deal, but he was never portrayed as the number one guy in the company. Right. Right. In fact, in a lot of ways, the streak was bigger than he was. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as Hunter goes, I I think he was valued for his mind. Like, he had that Pat Patterson-like gift to understand the best way to present things and the best way to tell a story in a match and things like that. Yeah. And I think that became even more valuable when Pat Patterson passed. And that's why he's so high up now. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my opinion. I, 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 he he yeah. had like that Pat Patterson does. We're going to be talking about him someday when he's gone. Like we talk about like Pat Patterson or Dusty Rhodes. Right. But I remember he was um, when he um, told the undertaker that he was dating Stephanie and, and things were getting serious. He's like, you know, you know, he's just kind of letting the undertaker. Taker no, you know, Taker being the the leader of the locker room and everything, and Taker told him, "You better hope to God this thing never goes sideways. You'll never wrestle again if, if this doesn't work out for you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't it true that Vince told her never to date the wrestlers? Yeah, never date a wrestler. Yeah, because he wanted to date her himself. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I think I shouldn't he was, say that. Allegedly, he said that to Rita Chatterton, too. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, allegedly. Allegedly. I never wanted to date her, just make out with her once or twice. Uh, maybe more. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know. Think we're good. Uh, you guys got anything else? No, I think we've run run this course as far as we can go. It was some good conversation at the end. I appreciate it. Yeah, we took this one to the end of the road tonight. <laughs> we <Yeah>. did. <laughs> we're stopping short of the ball. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, anything that you wanted to plug before we get out of here? Uh, absolutely nothing. Okay. How about, how about you, Howard? 
Uh, just Thursday night, WCW Retro will be back. 8 p.m. Kind of dropping out there. Try that again. All right, you're just having trouble with your line. I'm just going to, uh, I think we're having tech issues all around here. WCW Retro this Thursday night, 8 Eastern, right here on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Check it out on VOCNation.com. Just click the little schedule tab. Live and on-demand programming just about every day of the week. Uh, tomorrow night, Rock and Roll Union at 7 with CT McManus. Thursday, WCW Retro at 8 Eastern. Uh, Friday, I believe... I don't know what's happening with Top Rope Radio. They'll be back at some point, I think. Uh, check it, check out, for, check us out for new episodes of Wrestling with History with my former broadcast colleague, Voice of Choice Bruce Word and Namar Wells. And bumps and thumps this weekend as always. So be sure to check out all the great stuff. VOCNation.com, and uh, that's going to do it from my end. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to all the callers. The best crew I could ever ask for. And uh, ECWA Super 8 Tournament is March 23rd, so literally two months from today. And I'm going to work on getting some guests for that. So we'll, uh, we'll have some fun with it. Always a good time. For tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. But that's going to do it. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Love you all. Bye-bye.